Hey, welcome back. This is Chelsea on Shed. Glad to have you here, Shed Nation. You know, we've been talking a lot, of course, about the election results, but there is also something else that's been really captivating our attention, as the, and that is the wildfire situation happening in our province. We're going to try to get a handle on what exactly has happened and what is to come when it comes to dealing with wildfires in the future. Uh, our guest has done a ton of research on this. Uh, she's the research scientist for Canadian Forest Service. Sandy Ernie is joining the show. Sandy, thank you so much for making the time. Hi. Oh, that's great. So, Sandy, if we can maybe just start by setting the table and kind of clarifying the impact of the wildfires on Alberta so far. I mean, this year has really been unprecedented, hasn't it? Oh uh, yeah, in, in fact, it, it's not just Alberta; uh, it's it's everywhere. So it's, we really have seen a very active start of the fire season. So yes, in Alberta, we have seen thousands of evacuees already. But overall, just over the country, uh, I think we have had over one thousand seven hundred fires uh, in most of our provinces and territories. If I am not wrong except uh, Yukon Territory and Newfoundland and Labrador. And we have burned already over 2 million hectares. So knowing that the 10 years average is closer to 200,000 hectares. So wow. it's 10 yeah. times more. It's huge. Yeah. And so as I said, uh, we have seen thousands of evacuees in different locations. A lot of buildings lost too. I haven't, we don't have any official numbers yet, for example, for Halifax, but I have seen over 200 buildings lost in Nova Scotia. It's huge. Why, Sandy, why are wildfires getting worse? Uh, getting worse, it, it depends what, what you mean by getting worse. Um, well, are they not, are they not raging more out of control this year than in previous years? Yeah, it's just, you know, it, it, it's an overall, uh, yeah, we can say worse fire activity. Like, uh, of course, it, it will depend on the region, but overall, yes, we observe longer and more intense fire seasons. Um, we also see that fires are more frequent, and they also display more extreme fire behavior. So, fire behavior like the rate of spread, the intensity, and the severity. You're right, and it's uh, it's often mostly related to extended drought periods. Of course. So it's, it's drier, it's worse. So what what is the growing threat to the communities that these wildfires are posing? Obviously, I mean, you've mentioned people having to evacuate, potential yeah. loss of property and possessions. But, but I mean, are, are we looking at areas where people are going to soon not be able to build their communities or their homes because of the, the ongoing wildfire threat? Uh, so that is it's very, very difficult to say because it, it depends on the region. So I wouldn't say that we are here already, but as I mentioned, we, we can observe um, more extreme fire behavior. So it means that they are going to be nearly impossible to suppress mm. for operation crews, and they are also very difficult to contain. We also see that they get closer community. So as you mentioned, and you're right, like we can expect more loss due to that, more, more building loss. Mm-hmm. And we have to keep in mind, particularly in Alberta too, like the health impact uh, of fire smoke too. Yeah. And I mean, we've all experienced that on the really yes. hazy days yeah, where yeah, yeah. Yeah. this year has been bad. Yeah. I wonder, Sandy, what changes can we can we make or what changes should we make to try to reduce the impact of wildfires? 
Oh yes, that's that's a very complex question too, and and it depends on the um, on the perspective. So I would say first, we really need to put more emphasis on prevention and mitigation strategy. So um, uh, in practice, what what does it mean? Um, for example, I am a scientist. So in a in a scientist perspective, I would say, oh, we need to optimize our models and our data to better identify um, where where are the areas of higher fire risk uh, for now, but also for the future? Um, I don't know. If we talk about, for example, a citizen viewpoint, if you are a member of a community, so I would say that to um, to protect you from the impact of white fires, you, you really need to get information about the potential risk mm-hmm. that you could face in your living environment. So um, I don't know. Like, if you own a house, are you close to forest fuel? And if you are close to forest fuels, are you aware of the fire smart guidelines, for example? Mm. If you are located in a fire prone area, so I don't know, maybe you will benefit of installing sprinklers over your house. I wonder, Sandy, is it just these smaller, more rural communities that really have to worry that are at the most risk or would larger cities and municipalities have to be concerned too? Yeah, so it's... It, uh, I would say too that it's not really the size of the community which matters, but it's more its location and the characteristic of the surrounding environment. So, depending on the fuel types, uh, if you have got a lot of conifers around you, local weather conditions too, and we can think about the configuration of the community. If you have got a very um, sparse community, like with many individual structures within forest instance, I say that like you're more at risk, but I would just say that the size of the community is another challenge in case of evacuation. Hmm. Sandy, any any final thoughts that you need us to know about when we think about wildfires and their increasing impact? Yeah, I, I would say just, um, just that people keep in mind that we, we really need to stay informed about the situation, about our living environment, and we can all make a difference on future wildfire activities. So just, you know, like keep your backyard clean if you can and just, yeah, try to think about prevention and mitigation. Yeah. Sandy, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure. Of course. That's Sandy Ernie, a research scientist for Canadian Forest Service, letting us know what's going on with the wildfire situation here in our province now and in the future.